Okay, we're here with the Danny Nasty Podcast. Are we ready? Yes, sir. Yes, we are. All right, all right, all right. It's June 16th, and we are good on three, two, one. We're rolling. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah. It's your man, Danny Nasty, and we are here over at Jambox Entertainment Studios on a beautiful June day. It is Thursday. I'm here two days in a row, so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling just high on life, just all natural. Had a nice meditation this morning. I'm feeling very peaceful, mindful, feeling like I'm aware of everything that's around me, and it feels damn good. And I'm here with my man, my brother, my everything. Mr. Lee Evans, owner, producer, operator, Mr. Everything. I think that's what I'm going to call you for now. Mr. Everything, Lee Evans, how are you, man? <laughs> Danny Nasty, the man with the plan. How you doing today, brother? I am intoxicated with happiness. How about you? Good. Same here, man. You know. I want to say something. We never talk about how you look and how you're dressed. You look really nice today. He's got a nice pair of, like, Navy blue jeans, nice button down. It's got his nice Apple Watch on, headphones, nice hat. Yo, you look good, man. You look good. Well, what I noticed, what I wanted to do was that I got the um, watch face to match the band. See that? I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. it. It's like all gold on a on an iWatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what's up. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah, dope. Yeah. All right. Well, Lee, we got to shut off that phone. And that's okay because we don't do things here the way everyone else does them. We do them how we want to do them. So I'm here today with a very special guest who happens to be my business partner. And she is amazing. She is looking very stylish today. She's got a pair of, would you call those brown? Brown pants? Yeah, they're brown. Black tank. She got her nails done. I actually got a manicure and pedicure yesterday. She's got her hair in a bun. We were going to make her feel a little uncomfortable before we get into the <laughs> introduction. But Alana Normile, welcome to the studio. What's good? Thank you. I'm excited to be here. To and, be back. And, and loving the sneakers, man. Thank you. Nice. Thank you very much. Yeah, those were the first things I complimented. I never saw a pair of kicks like that. I don't even know the brand, but they're just fucking cool. Yeah, they're Loeffler Randall. They're colorful. I don't yeah. know. I feel like we... When we show up to work, as long as we look good, yeah, we don't have to be cookie cutter, and I like that. I agree. It's crazy because we used to get dressed up a lot, and I totally forgot. I want to like watch my language today because I know your mom listens to this and she doesn't <laughs> approve. And I haven't met her parents yet. I'd like to start off on the right foot. I think I've might have started off on the wrong foot already because last season when Alana and I were in the studio, I was cursing a lot, and I should have no, known no, better. No, no, you didn't. You I did didn't. Not, no. All right. I got to be super careful. So let's get into, you know, to begin with, let's kind of get into, you know, where you came from, because we talked about that last season a little bit, but like so much has happened over the last, how long have we been together now? It's been four years now and so much has changed. It's crazy yeah. how fast the time flew by and I'm just so excited about it. But why don't you share your version and then I'll sprinkle my pepper in there, all right? Yeah, yeah. It is so crazy to look back and I think when we planned this podcast and we were speaking about what we were going to talk about, I was thinking about that as well because I, you don't think about it in the moment, especially through COVID when everything is was such a blur. And then when I think back, I'm like, oh my gosh, this has been such a crazy four years. And it doesn't feel like four years either. Um, four years ago, I was in college at Fordham University and it was a time in my college career where all my friends were looking for internships and thinking about a job when we would graduate. Um, and I knew I was interested in real estate. So I went on the Fordham career platform and I saw a listing for an internship for your team. Um, and I applied a few places and this hit. Um, I came in, I interviewed, it worked. Um, actually, you were in Columbia the first week I even started <laughs> there. Um, yeah. But then after, when you got back, um, 
we just really vibed. And I think I really wanted it and I really wanted to learn and I really wanted to see what it was like. And I was really excited um, about being there. And then I was lucky to be in New York for college that I could just keep going. Yeah. Um, and it really was different from what all my friends were doing because there wasn't such of a hierarchy of internship and job and a bureaucracy. Um, I was really lucky to be able to hit the ground running. Um, I'm lucky that you were such a good mentor and trusted me and were also going to teach me so that I could really just dive in head first. Yeah. Um, well, I want to sprinkle some things yeah, in and then go we'll go from it. there. Um, what I want to sprinkle in is at that time, first of all, I really enjoy mentoring and I really enjoy helping people that really want to help themselves. And from the first day you got there and from the time that we spent during that internship process, I just remember that you were just very, very easy to work with. You were very ambitious. You were very smart. Um, you were eager to learn. Like you decided that you wanted to go get your real estate license. Like you made all the efforts. So you made everything for me and for everyone that was around us really, really easy. And you were really nice to be around. You always like carried yourself with grace. You're even to this day, like I feel like you're really professional. Like I'm a very like physically affectionate person, for example. Like when I see people, I'll go and I kiss them and you know, I'm just very touchy feely, not in a perverted weird way, I hope <laughs> not, you know? And uh, you know, people know me, they love me. Um, but like we're very professional together, you know? Like, you know, like maybe we'll shake hands, we don't really like kiss hello, we don't really hug. Like we did this lifestyle shoot a couple weeks ago to get some like new marketing material. And the photographer was like, can you guys move in closer together? A little bit closer, a little bit closer. Like, you know, our elbows might have been rubbing and we we're like, I don't know. You know, it feels a little weird. You know, we don't usually like touch each other. But she's like really professional. And she really carries herself like somebody really cool. And I just I just remember her coming in and she was like a breath of fresh air because there were other people there. There were other interns there also, you know, when you joined us. And she was just different. And you could tell immediately she was different. So go on with, um, you know, with your journey. Well, I appreciate that. Um and I also think I wanted to make it worth it. And I could see that it was a mutual, everyone wanted to make it work instead of just getting the job done. Um, so I appreciated that and it made it even easier to lean in um, to everything. And it was super exciting because what I wanted to do was working out um, and it was really fun to learn and to do something that I wanted to um, pursue. So yeah, that's really, it's never stopped since then, I guess, which is so crazy how it's been four years and we've just, kept going. I mean, I graduated and then it was really full time. It slowed down. You were working. I mean, in my opinion, mm -hmm. I felt like you were working on a full time basis while you were at school. Like you were yes. managing two. I was working full time with the team. I had a for half of the school year, I had a full schedule. The second semester, I tapered down a little bit. And I was also working with um, an entrepreneurship startup group at Fordham as well. Um, so I was doing a lot, definitely, but I loved it all. And, and so you graduated Fordham with um, um, honors. Yes. Yes. I'm On top of it. Yes. I mean, that's um, insane, right? That's insane in itself. Yeah, thank you. But I really liked all that I was doing and it was so worth it as well for everything that I'm doing now. I wouldn't have looking back, I wouldn't have not done something to make it easier or yeah. lighten the load. You know, I love real estate and I love the fact that every day is different. Mm -hmm. I have a really hard time, um, not with routine, but 
if my day was mundane and I had to do the same thing over and over every day and like have the same rituals and the same tasks, I just couldn't handle it. So I like the idea of being in New York and Brooklyn and Hamptons and Long Island City and like being able to be around really interesting people, seeing really beautiful properties. And I feel like um, our clients always turn into like friends, family, yeah, some too yeah. close. But <laughs> I just dig that about our lifestyle. And like I kind of like, I know that I love real estate and I know that you love real estate, but there's always a part of me that wondered like, you know, this girl here, she could do anything she wants. She's really bright. She's really intelligent. She graduated honor. She probably could have got a job. And I know we make great money together. We really do, you know, yeah. but like, and we'll make better money and it'll get bigger and bigger. But like, I felt like you could have came out of college. You could have got yourself a very, very good job. You could have probably got yourself six figures in your first year out. And, um, and I wondered why is it, you know, like you, you've worked so hard all your life, you go to a great school, you get yourself a great degree with honors, you're in graduate school now, which we didn't get into mm -hmm. at NYU, we're starting soon. Um, why is it that, you know, real estate resonated with you so much? Because you could really do anything. Yeah, you know, well, speaking about routine, it was a really hard transition. I either loved routine or it was all I knew. So that was really comforting to me to have a routine. And then when I had to transition to having less to do and no routine, it was a hard transition. But I think to your point is that I just loved it so much. And I really believed in what we were doing as well, that it was just so much worth it to be uncomfortable in that and try it and take the risk. Um, and again, I know that we could just do so much. So it's not that I chose this instead of something else. It's that I chose it because it's limitless. Yeah. Um, again, going back to my peers, I see that they're in this very, and of course they can do everything, anything they want as well, but it's much more structured and there's a lot more barriers to cross where I think that we really just believe in ourselves and we can literally do anything we want. And I think we can do a lot with that. So that is, that's why I'm doing that. And that is why I'm going to graduate school as well, because I just want, I know we can do so much. Yeah. You know, I, I had this fear, you know, early on when I, was getting to know Alana and we were working together. This is my fear, you know, this is nothing to do with you, but, um, you know, we had built a team, I don't know, there was about seven or eight of us and just, you know, things just didn't work out the way we planned. You know, I kind of put the cart before the horse and uh, I'm happy that I went through that experience because it taught me how to move forward now, you know? And so when we were working together, my fear, you know, you have these times where you're immensely busy and then you have these other times where you go through these lulls where you don't have so much going on and my fear at the time was I really didn't want to lose you because I knew that you liked structure I knew that you like to be busy I know that you like to you know just have your head and your game all in it you know and I felt like there were a lot of times where it just wasn't like that and I was like fuck like I really don't want to lose her because like I really need her where I started just like doing everything I could to give you the things that I was doing just to like keep you busy and then I was like leaning back because I wanted you to be busy and I thought it was I thought it was good mentorship too because I think you just got a lot of experience like doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so Aside much, from the so fact much. of the business that you bring to the table, but like I just think like, you know, being copied on emails and you know, going to appointments together and you know, coming up with marketing strategies together and then you know, there's just like at this point in time and in just four years, like there's nothing that you can't do now. Like you can literally take any deal from beginning to end. And I trust you with my life. And actually she handles all of our finances too. So like when all the commissions come in and um, 
and we have to uh, submit it through our company. Like I ask that she does it because I don't ever want there to be any kind of a question about money or anything like that with any of us, myself, her, our team members, anything like that. So she's been just great. And she just, you know, she came in and she bought so much value, you know, just as a human being, as a professional that like, and we were talking about this a little bit before we got into the recording, you know, for me, it was like when I left, um, uh, you know, working with Ryan's team uh, at the time, which was, I don't even know how many years ago now. Um, and I got out on my own, which I, you know, I've been an entrepreneur since I'm 19 years old. I was always used to being alone, you know, and making decisions for myself because I never really liked to answer to anybody. I never thought in a million years that I would want to like take on a partner, you know, ever, you know, but I just felt like we were working just so well together. And I feel like you bought so much positivity and you bought so much, uh, professionalism because I think I'm like the crazy one I think you're like the logical one <laughs> I think like you know I know how to get people to just like really fucking let loose and Alana knows how to like handle things logistically and you know how to get people to let loose <laughs> don't get me wrong I know you're there but I'm just saying we're just two very different people that mesh really really well together when we work with one another and I think people feel that yeah I have a question for you though um, so what 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 age were you when you started working together, Alana? I was twenty one. You were twenty one. Okay. Now, how long did it take you to realize? Okay, this is the one. You know, because it's almost like a marriage. You know that you guys have. It is like like this is the one that I want to work with and that I want to handle. And I want to put my trust into. Out of all the professionals that you've been working with to this point, you know, um, how how long did it take you to realize? Okay, this is where I want to go. This is what's so incredibly spectacular and um, and special about her is that it was so quickly and it was so organic and it was so gradual and so fast in a way because. You know, she was very mature. She needed very little handholding. She always had really good ideas. She had a whole other perspective that I didn't have. So it was very easy when you talk to her and when you get with her. And by the way, she's what, 25 years old? Yeah. She's like 40 uh, mentally. Like professionally, <laughs> you are. You just, whatever you, you know. This is like my deepest compliment to you. I really mm -hmm. think you're very mature. And I think you, you know, you're committed and you're serious when we need to be. And so it just became very easy. There was no question. I never had to like worry about her. I never had to like ask her if she needed anything. Like I, you know, I would, I would call her sometimes and be like, do you need anything? Do you have any questions? Yeah. Is there anything I can do to help you? She's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay. I'm like, I'm here if you need me. You know that, right? She's like, yeah, I know. Like very short, very succinct, always uh, with her answers. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like there's never, you never get a long response from her even when i text her i fucking text this poor girl paragraphs and she gives me like two three word answers you know and she's probably thinking in her mind like why is he even saying so much you know we all we know this already but i can go on and on about all the great qualities that she has and her characteristics and just how she carries herself and it's just really truly amazing and i couldn't have done the last couple of years without her and you know i attribute anything that i've done over the last couple of years with her because she's done everything with me. Every single deal that we've done over the last couple of years, we've done together, everything. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing we do alone. I mean, like now it's getting to a point where like, you know, we might have a deal or she brings the deal and she's working that deal and I bring a deal, I'm working that deal and then we're simultaneously working two other deals together. 
But it's just like, I don't have to worry about it. Like, I know she's going to take care of shit. She knows I'm going to take care of shit. And then if there's anything that we're concerned about, you know, we just hook up. We talk to each other. Um, we give each other the strategy on how we're going to handle certain situations and certain people and certain personalities and certain attorneys. There's, there's so much that goes behind the transaction. Right. And I think yeah. that's why we bring so much value to it because we know all those things that can come around, you know? Right. You go through a lot, a lot of people, but... You know, saying goes, and it applies so much in business, you know, in your business, that cream rises to the top. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it did it here. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I really, I really feel blessed. I really feel lucky. And um, I hope that this is something that is, you know, long lasting. And, and I hope it's something like eventually we can, you know, take it to even another level, Definitely. Which, which I believe we're capable of. Yes. And I think we do like trust each other a lot. You need to have that trust. But in that trust, it's because, I mean, you've shown me that you could just be genuine and yourself, even in a business setting. And you'll get, you'll attract way more people like that, which was so refreshing to me. Um, so I think that was a big part of also just trusting you because there was no facade. There was nothing there. Yeah, but that, you were you were very loyal too. And we could talk about that in a minute, but go yes. ahead. Yes. Well I think the loyalty came from seeing that I didn't need to worry because if you weren't going to be fake. I what I'm getting is what I'm seeing. <laughs> so it was very easy to if I didn't like it, I could have walked away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I there was nothing to worry about yeah. behind the scenes. So and I think that was also really refreshing to myself just as I've grown as a person in my twenties and my own relationships and how I handle myself. Yeah. That I don't have to overthink anything I can just do what I want and people will respect that more yeah I think what I also tried to show you over the course of the last four years number one and foremost is that I wanted you to know that I really care I wanted you to know that um I really care to see you succeed and be successful and not just do well but to you know to really just you know be better than average you know and um I wanted to do that with like humility you know, and I just wanted to show you that, like, in the early days when we started working together, you know, it was the custom suit, tie, you know, you dressed up as well also. Yeah, and yeah. I think as I started feeling more comfortable in the industry and more comfortable, you know, in my skin and, you know, just who we are as people, I think that's what just worked for us also. You know, the fact that we can just be comfortable, we can go take care of our business the way we want to take care of it. It's not really about how you look and, you know, how articulate you speak, but really like, are you going to get the fucking job done? Exactly. Which is what we do. You know, we're not people who list properties, we sell, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought that was super cool. And, um, you know, it's funny because constantly, and I think for so long, and this to talk about the loyalty point, I mean, you were getting phone calls from various different real estate brokerages that were trying to recruit you, right? Yes, a few times, yeah. Right, and she always told me about it. She was never like secretive about it, and I know people who were that had been on the team previously, and I thought that's. I, yeah, I was always like, "What are these people doing?" Yeah, <laughs> the first instinct was the screenshot. Of yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what? You didn't have to do that, mm -hmm. and and I just thought that was really cool. And to me, that was like major loyalty. Like one of the biggest things with my wife, my wife who's at home right now, is like she's the most loyal person I know in my life. You know, she's my best friend and um, I just trust her with everything. She's the first person I go to with anything uh, in my life. And so professionally, I feel, not to compare because there's no comparison, you're two different people, but you have that same energy, you know? And, um, and then for me, it was just like, that's it, you know? I'm just like, there was just so much value, there was just so much love, there was so much trust, there was so much respect, there's so much loyalty. It was just like, you know, 
why am I sitting here and having her here as a team member? I don't care if there's, you know, not more years or norm or, or, or more experience, you know. Um, for me, it was more like, no, like, we complement each other. This is something that has to happen. This is something that, you know, we're going to have to grow this and we're going to, we can actually do something really special if we work together. Yeah. Know? And once that's established, then we could really just focus on the business, which is what you're there for. Before yeah. it was kind of clouded and then it's like, okay. We have everything established. Let's just focus on what we're here to do. Yeah. Because we have that loyalty to each other. So, what do you think? Do you th like? Do you feel like anything shifted over the last year or over the last two years between us and between our business and you know, like between the way we're handling transactions and things like that? You know, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't know if it shifted, but I think it definitely grew, and I think COVID challenged us. I think the um, changes in our team, everything was a challenge, and each time it just we grew from each opportunity and yeah, I mean, I'll call it an opportunity even though I just called it a challenge, but I think it was an opportunity for us and it showed that we could keep going and be successful. And we, I think every transaction, we always say this, we learn something from each one. We step out of it and we say, oh my gosh, now we know we could do this going forward. Um, so yeah, I think the last few years we've just been presented so many different obstacles and opportunities and we've just been able to face them for what they are and yeah I agree and I think it's so cool too because like once we have these different experiences because every transaction is different yeah as much as you know we think we know and I think it's crazy because like you know with each year and each transaction you just learn more and more just like Alana said and you learn in situations now okay like I've been I've been in the situation before we can go about it this way we can go about it this way we can go about it that way but either way either three of those routes that we want to take is going to take us to you know where we want to go and where we want to lead the transaction to go so we think that's pretty cool and I think also um one thing I like to impress upon her a lot like when we work is like I want to be very sure like that no one ever speaks down to her and I don't allow anyone to speak down to me. And a lot of times you come across like these arrogant attorneys that want to be assholes or you come across, you know, people that, you know, think they have the right to speak in a certain manner, which is not very respectful. It's not very kind and it's not very warm. It's not very genuine. And I think I've learned over the years the brokers that really work together, you know, on the other side of the table to get a transaction done are the ones that are the most successful. The ones that don't want to work with you, that want to be difficult, that want to be challenging, that don't want to be transparent. I really don't know how they do so much business. A lot of them do, but like those aren't the type of people we, you know, generally like to work with. Um, but I think that's, you know, I think that's pretty crazy, you know, when we work with people like that. Oh, yeah, I can't believe it. Anytime it comes across. Um, and again, like I was saying that you taught me so much just about being genuine and your true self, like stand up for yourself as well. Um, in business, like definitely stand up for yourself no yeah. matter what. I think that's one of the biggest things I told you is just mm -hmm. like, don't worry about your age. Don't worry about your experience. Just mm -hmm. carry yourself that way and I'll show you yes. the respect. Like yes. we recently had this attorney, uh, he was actually speaking to me in a very unfavorable way, you know, like via email. And so I responded back to him. I said, listen, I said, you know, what you're concerned with isn't that big of a deal. It's going to be resolved. And I said, don't be so arrogant. So then he responded back and uh, he called me an ass via email, which is very, very unprofessional, you know. So then I responded back to him and I said, listen, shut your mouth, do your job. Otherwise, would you like your clients to lose the deal? And he was very surprised. They get surprised when you push back at them because they think that, 
they're superior because they're attorneys. Really, most of them are pissed off because we make more in our transactions than they do, and they think they deserve to make the money. However, they have no idea how many transactions we can work a year that don't actually close. They have no idea how much value we bring to the table. So today, if we're able to get a deal done rather quickly, for example, like this uh, deal that we're working on for our clients that are in Monaco, it's very possible that it's going to happen. It's very possible that it's not. But the thing is, is that it can be relatively easy. Why? We saw this property uh, listed uh, in a building that our client owns a property in. And it's an investment property. And we rent their property for them for the last six years. They net $70,000 a year off of it. We found a very similar property. Uh, it was priced a certain amount. We shared that with them. They never responded back to us. We we're like, this is good for you. They didn't respond back. So the other day, we're in the office, me and her together, talking about a short deal. Um, Alana's like, take a look. They just dropped the price, $300,000. I was like, holy shit, we, you know, should we contact them? Yeah, we should contact them. So we contact the clients again, and we're like, yo, listen, you didn't respond to us last time, but this property just dropped $300,000. You could probably get a little bit less, which would be very similarly priced to what they purchased it for. However, the most recent comp, of the same property is about it's priced close three hundred thousand dollars greater. So right. they're getting equity as soon as they walk in, and we offer to do the same thing we're doing with the previous property. So instead of making seventy thousand dollars a year, you'll make one hundred forty thousand dollars a year, right? So anyway, they got back to us before the end of the day. Uh, right now, we're just waiting. We were supposed to find out yesterday. Now it's moved to today, but the point is. We've been doing this long enough and we have enough experience and we have enough um, knowledge that, you know, this might be something that's done quickly where we make great money, but it's also taken the last four years for Lana, the last, you know, 10 or so years for me to be at a place to know how to put that together right, and to right. get them excited. So that's what you're paying for. Right. You know, you're paying for the value. You're paying for the experience, the experience and for the knowledge. Exactly. You know what I'm yes. saying? So whether you think... You know, Alana and I deserve those funds or not, and what we're going to be getting out of the deal is irrelevant because you wouldn't be even looking at the fucking deal if we weren't, you know, finding it for you and, and trying to do something that we feel is going to help you, your family, your lifestyle, because that's number one. And the byproduct is we get paid for it if we do a good job and we do it right, you know? Yeah, I was going to add too, yes, this would be a very quick sale, but this has been years of building a relationship with these clients as well and doing the rental and showing and following up and giving them reports and tracking the market and having other similar clients. So it's a lot for, yes, this sale, but you could say we've been working for this sale. I mean, they were one of our first, well, when I first started, they were a client. So, yeah, I mean, four years of this for it as well. It's something we have to do for every client, I think. Yeah, and we were also very honest with them because initially when we met this specific client, they wanted to sell the property and they wanted a price that we didn't think was uh, achievable. And so a lot of brokers just take the deal anyway because, you know, they want to take the chance and, you know, maybe use it to parlay other business or, you know, hope that, you know, these sellers reduce their price. But what you're doing is you're hurting them. It's a disservice to the property. It's a disservice to them. So you won't always be honest. And we're not big at renting properties. However, we suggested, what about renting this property? Because it was fabulous. And so they agreed. And then that's how the relationship started. And it's been years. But I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, I didn't really want to get too much into real estate, but that's all we do. And, um, um, and I'm really proud of you, and I just love working with you, and I think people don't 
talk enough about deals that they do or how they came. And I just thought that you should talk about um, the deal that you did on West Street because it was your biggest deal ever. Um, and it was just a great deal. And you put a lot of time, a lot of effort. It wasn't, it didn't immediately happen, you know? And I think you should tell that story real quick and kind of share how you got the deal, like what process you had to go through during the process before you actually identified the deal. We had identified before that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, where it took you. Sure. Yeah. So again, clients came from a previous relationship that I had had. Again, you work that for years. Um, and it's all about, again, not, we have trust with each other, but you have to build trust with your clients as well. Um, and speaking, going back to when you were saying, don't worry about your age. It was so funny because when I first was introduced to these clients, um, the person who introduced me said like, oh, send them an email. I give a little background. Um, and when I did that, I wrote out like my whole entire background and thinking back now, they were probably like, why is she telling us all of this stuff about herself? Yeah. But I felt like I almost had imposter syndrome. Like I need to prove that I can actually take this large deal all the way through. And these are my credentials, which nobody would ever do. And that's really honest back, about you. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even know you did that. Yeah. Okay. Thinking back, I'm like, oh, they must have thought I was like so bizarre to send this whole long email. Yeah. Um, but I did that. I guess I felt like I had to prove that I have something to give to them. Um, and they did receive that. And so we just started speaking and they wanted to identify a property pretty quickly. Um, and it ended up taking about a year actually. And what was their budget? Their budget was between five to eight million. Okay, that's um, a big budget. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Especially for how, how old were you at the time? This was last year, so I was 23, 24. Okay. So 23, 24, $8 million budget. $8 million yes. Budget. Now, and, now, sending your credentials to them, did that make a, do you feel like that made a difference in how they looked at you handling the deal? You know, it might have. I think they probably appreciated it, maybe in a very small way. But it wasn't necessary. But it wasn't necessary. Yeah, and okay. I think how I conducted myself in person and then when we had Zoom meetings and when they met or over the phone or even just watching how I was handling the showings and the business was probably way more meaningful than like basically a CV of what I've done, um, which wasn't even that much at the time. Right, but at least that gave a little offic officialness to what right. you were doing, Hopefully. right? Yeah. But also uh, not necessary, you know? That's also That also comes with, okay, I'm 23, 24, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. I, it doesn't matter my age, it doesn't matter my experience, it matters how do I carry myself. Uh, how do I exude confidence? And, you know, really, it's great that she did. And I'm sure they appreciated it because they're the type of people that would. <laughs> She'd be a little hard on herself. I really think they're the type of people that would appreciate I'm sure that. They, yeah. But she didn't need to do that because she's a grown-ass woman and she knows what she's doing. And when they would have met her, just like you said, mm -hmm. it would have been fine. Which it was because exactly. they fell in love with you right. immediately. Right. I think that's the that's the bottom line right there. Is like it's like your personality and how you come across as opposed to um, what you you know what you've done. I know in in um in my business, you know, it's it's really difficult. There's been so many times that we've gotten resumes that have like, I've done everything under the sun, but you're the wrong fit. You know, you, yeah. we can't put you with our clients. Yeah. You know, you, you're just not going to be, be good with them. And we don't know if we could trust you or if you've got the right personality to, to work with them. You know? Right. So, it all comes down yeah. to how you interact it really all, at the it, end that's, and that's how you act about, versus you know? what you say. Definitely. So and, and how you come across as a person. Yes. You know, that's that's the bottom line. You know, I mean, if you're going to be in a professional space, I think like uh, if you're working with somebody like, um, you know, the great Danny Nasty, then it's like it's like 
you know, obvious that you're going to be, you know, you're going to have the requirements. You're going to have the, um, uh, uh, the, you know, that part settled. But now it's like, how are you as a person, you know, and mm-hmm. are we are going to be able to take this to the next level? Yeah. Are you going to be able to but do also, that as a person? On another right? note, like, I also, she knows that. Like, she knows till the day I die that I have her back. She knows that, you know what I'm saying? Right. But also, like, especially with that transaction, I wanted to have as little as possible to do with it because I wanted her, because I already knew, I don't know if she knew, but I already knew that this is something that she would be able to handle. I knew it was something she would be able to do. And I thought that if she did it from beginning to end on her own, you know, an $8 million budget, what that would do for her confidence and the way she carries herself, it, do, it doesn't matter who you are. You do a deal like that, it's your first big one like that, you're gonna walk away carrying yourself differently, being like, oh shit, like I can really do this. I can really, mm. really mm. do this. So I was very hands off. Like this was one hundred fifty percent her deal. Her she deal. handled. It. I didn't yeah. do shit. Yeah. That's I awesome. did not do That's shit. That's awesome. And, yeah. how, and how old were you again? Twenty three or twenty four. Wow. Yeah. The and check I collected. The check I collected from it was like, all right, yeah. you all right? I know I made the right decision. I knew it. But I always knew that about her. After that, you were like partner, baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, you know, she also, she also actually it did come after that, but she also. You know, she, you know, one thing about her, man, is like, she's dope. That's all I want to say. <laughs> Thank Go ahead. you. Go ahead. Um, yeah, well, also the client was just very influential in the business world, like C-suite of a very major company. So I was also wanted to make sure that I was living up to their general day-to-day expectations of how you conduct business. Um, and so that was like restaurant reservations, having cars ready to go to take us to showings. Yeah. Like a little bit different than what we normally do. Not that we don't serve clients. No, but, but it's more concierge service. Exactly. Because they were the type of people that expect concierge that, service. Exactly. Without asking for it. Right, exactly. So just even coming up with those things. and I want to put one more thing in your mindset. Yeah. Because there were times too where you were like, hey, like where she felt like she wasn't bringing like enough to the table, like enough business to the table. And I always try to explain to her that like this is this is gonna this is gonna happen, you know, it's all gonna come together. And she had already bought so much value anyhow that like nothing could get done without you. You know what I'm saying? And like I just know you're young and I know that your circle of influence is there, but I also know like you're gonna grow with that circle of influence. So like right. I yeah. was never impatient with that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I would do the same thing over with you tenfold like I would do over and over and over again never I would never question like this being right you Mm -hmm. know and you being right and you doing what you do sorry to interrupt no that's okay but that means a lot because I think I do also think about that and going back to what we were saying in the beginning we can do so much so that is always something that's on my mind and probably yours as well just bringing more in um so this was something I was definitely really proud of and there were moments I mean we bid on four properties very seriously and that's also when I started to get very I don't want to say nervous but it's okay I was getting frustrated I guess because then I was questioning myself and I knew the numbers I was coming in at were right I knew the strategies were right and for each of them had a different reason that it just wasn't working um and they were all different um but it made me very frustrated um so then to finally see it through and see them so happy and it was just really fulfilling to have that. But do you happen. know what's also super interesting about her? She can be frustrated. She can be irritated. She can be happy. She can be ecstatic. And you have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> because she carries herself 
so professionally, like Dave, perfectly. Dave face. <laughs> yeah, like my, my heart is always on my sleeve. Like you, if I'm pissed, you know. If I'm happy, yeah. if I'm sad, you know, you know what's going on with her. You got to really be like, hey, how do you feel right now? Yeah. <laughs> She's got to tell you. All the time with everybody. Yeah. Like, I love that about family you. Family says that, friend says that. So it's not even a business tactic. I love that about you. But I think <laughs> yeah. that I, I think that's one of your best qualities in yeah. business, though, because you can never get a fucking read. And that's amazing. You so, know? so it could be like, I love you. Yeah. I hate you. Yes. You know? it's, it's, the same same, same, it's the same look. It's the same look. Same right? Yeah. On top of that, that's too, awesome. like you just, yeah. you just, you just never know. You know yeah. what I'm saying, man? Yeah. You just never fucking know what she's thinking, man. You got to ask her. You be like, yo, you know, I, I bug out a lot behind the scenes because that's just my personality. I can't change yeah. my nature. But like, if I call her, I'm like, hey, like I call her to reason with myself. Like, do I have a right to be bugging out right now, or am I just bugging? Yeah. And she'll be like, no, you got a right to bug out. So if she tells me I have a right to bug out. I bug out harder. Yeah. If she tells me I have a right to bug out. I calm the fuck down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, she really gives me that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she gives good, me my good, vibe. Good, she tells good. me what my vibe is. She she reigns you in. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She knows how to do that. And I don't even know if she knows that she knows she's doing yeah. that. Do you know what I'm saying? But she yeah, does. Probably don't. But that's why. That <laughs> to why, that's me, why I, I feel like I'm so sometimes I'll bug out as well. Maybe I just don't shout. I have never seen you bug out ever. Ever. Oh really? Yeah, okay. really. Because I feel like sometimes you calm me down as well. I have no just idea. Like it's not that big of a deal. I think like sometimes you might like very seldomly like you'll do something that could have been done differently. Uh-huh. Very maybe once or twice in yeah. four years, and I think that I've seen you be really hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. And that I don't like mm-hmm. because there's no reason for it because the whatever we want to do is still going to get done right. and like there's going to be I mean you. Look, you're around me. You see me make mistakes all the time. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, I'm older than you and I've been around longer and I fuck up. You never fuck up. And I think like you're really hard on yourself sometimes when like you feel like you could have done something differently. Mm-hmm. I don't even like to use the word mistake because I don't think it was ever. But I think like sometimes you take it too hard and you shouldn't. I definitely do. You I know? definitely do. And I mean, it's not realistic to say I would do every transaction the right way every single time. And I don't even want to change the vibe. I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. I think like sometimes you're hard on yourself and there's mm-hmm. no reason to be because you are so good at what you do and I'm not gassing you up okay like you're really really good at what you do Thanks. and you are going to be one of the best and I'm telling you like there's I, I tell this to her all the time like there's going to be a day where like I'm going to be the one on the other side of things being like all right I got to fucking push myself harder I got to push yeah. myself harder you know what I'm saying so like I'm bringing what I need to bring to the table and um I don't know if she knows that about herself yet I think she does but like my belief and certainty in it is so fucking strong that like there's no question there's no doubt there's no fear it's just i there there's no doubts to me when it comes to like what you're going to do and the potential and you tapping into all that shit is crazy yeah i mean that is so like meaningful to me and i think i do doubt myself no matter how much you say it but at the same time i would not be here without that so I'm your biggest fucking fan. Twenty two, but I really would not be here without that. No matter how hard I am on myself, or nothing would make me be happier than to see what you're gonna, what you're like the fruition of professionally. What like, you're gonna come out to be, like what's in my mind when I see you. Um, so when that day comes, it's gonna be one of the happiest days of my life because oh. I'm gonna feel so good to see you achieve what I already saw in my mind such a long time ago. Yeah. Well, I, I really wouldn't have been able to do it without yeah. you. Hey, thank you. We're getting all emotional. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's now. In another uh, few years, she's going to be like, Massey, 
Get it together. Come on. Still yeah, up right? <laughs> She's going to be like, I don't know if I see value here. I'm thinking normal team, just cutting out the fucking nasty yeah, part. Who the fuck needs you? I mean, no, Lon, how can you do this to us? No, never, never. Uh, see that loyalty? Yeah. Never, never. See, that's loyal yeah. shit right there, man. That's ride or die right there that's professionally, it. right? She got. She has a really nice uh, boyfriend, too. We're not allowed to talk about him. <laughs> but he's a very good dude. His name's James. Last time I met him, I was a little buzzed. I was like, hey, James. I think I was a little old. It was old. a Christmas party. yeah. I was like, James! I was like, all over him. He's like, who the fuck is this guy? He's like, oh, that's who I work with. <laughs> but um, is there anything else you think we want to say? Because we should wrap this up soon. But like, I think like, if you can give some um, some quality advice or some nuggets of gold or, or whatever you think that, you know, obviously before I started this season, I told you what I wanted the season about. It was really dedicated to my daughters and um, interviewing really successful uh, professionals, specifically women, that um, that I felt that could inspire, motivate, you know, make my girls feel purposeful and something they could look back at and just a way for them to see that there's they could do anything that they wanted, whether it was, you know, they want to be a housewife or whether they want to be a professional athlete or, you know, be in the workforce, whatever it is. And uh, I couldn't imagine a better uh, person to listen to. So... You got any advice for my girls and any little girls or boys out there that or people that are grown that don't know what their purpose is yet or do know what their purpose is that need a little bit of love? Like, what can you say to those people? Like, what keeps you going and pushing? And I don't know. What well, advice would you give? First of all, I find it so amazing that that is the purpose of the season and that's what you were dedicated to. Like, I find that so inspirational and honestly just like very rare that you would not you but a man would acknowledge that and really like work towards that um because i think even in business just in general you see it's very male dominated and um it's very hard to break through to that sometimes so i really respect that and having a ceo like best it's just really inspirational what um you guys are doing um but i would say and even looking back at myself the last time we were in the studio just don't don't second guess anything, you know, everything that we've been talking about, like, don't doubt yourself, just do it. I found that in the last four years, I haven't been thinking, I've just been doing. Um, and it it always works out. If you're true to yourself, if you're genuine, if you know you can do it, you will do it. Um, and I think that I am now so much more confident in myself that I'm looking back and that I'm, I'm like proud of myself for where we've come so far, you know? So yeah. I would say just really believe in yourself if you're about to embark on college or a job or something you're nervous about just do it and you will succeed you know i didn't realize how much you know your personality is not we'll cross the bridge when we get to it <laughs> you know you like being prepared yes you yes. know so i never i never even thought about that until this moment that you just shared how much you changed and grew in that way like all right i'm gonna cross the bridge when i get to it and just mm -hmm. You know, it's really a blind faith in a lot of ways. It is. You know and what we do? you can't, I mean, that's just not life to be prepared for yeah. everything. So learning to lean into just trusting what's going to come will be so much, so much more beneficial. Do you like read anything or do you practice any type of meditation? Like, do you do anything to like keep yourself calm or still or inspired or motivated? Is there any specific things that you do? I never asked you that before. Um, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say there's a very specific routine. I mean, I know you meditate in the morning. Um, I think I just make sure that I am always checking in with myself. You know, like I know that I will need time alone or I know that I need to exercise or I know that I need to go take a walk outside. 
I know certain things about myself. So I think just being able to check in with myself is so important. Am I the luckiest guy in the world or what? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What a find. You know, yeah. what 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 a golden nugget you found, you know. In, you know in what? Nevada, good attracts you know? good, man. Yeah. Good attracts yes. good. So yeah. better. Best attracts best. Word. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to leave it right there. You got any closing words here, Mr. Evans? Well, I think that was I th- this was awesome. You know, you're awesome, Alana. And um, thank you. You are, too. You know, and you have a, a lot of brilliant ideas, a lot of great things, a lot a great personality for thank this. You. So you guys are I making me is, feel so good yeah. today. <laughs> so all I That's can do is, do here. you know, is, is just say, you know, the best of luck, you know, and success, you know, to you moving forward, because you you got a great road ahead of you. And, um, you know, just make sure that um, you got to Keep your game up, bro. <laughs> That's it. And I just I just want to end this podcast by saying that I think this is this is going to be a wrap for season two. Uh, couldn't end it on a better note. And uh, I'm just really excited. And, you know, we're going to get back into the studio for season three probably uh, in July. And so we're just going to keep doing this. We're going to keep on sharing. And I think we're just going to have to have Alana here yeah. every season <laughs> so we can, you know, talk and experience the growth together and just uh, – hopefully keep you guys motivated, inspired, and uh, looking forward and feeling good. Danny, I have a question for you. has nothing to do with this podcast, but um, uh, this is what I was going to ask you earlier. A lot of people want to know, including myself, how do you get into meditation? It's the hardest thing to meditate. Are you able to meditate, Alana? I've tried it before, and when it works, it really works. I'm not consistent. I think it's uh, hard. Yeah, I think uh, two things for me. Like I had tried it initially, like before I've been so consistent, and I had a hard time with it, and I just let it go. Um, I think I'm only speaking for myself. I can't speak for everyone else, but I think like there was a lot of things that um, I was I was feeling that was causing me pain. To be honest with you, um, that I wanted to heal and that I wanted to heal naturally. And so I think it just got to the point where universe, God, you know, whatever you believe in Buddha, like it got me to the point where like I had to sit, I had to be still, I had to give it a chance and I had to give myself that opportunity to really just get into that space. And so that's what it happened for me. So I think for some people it's like um, going through enough pain. I hate to say that, uh, but that's what it was for me, you know, if I'm being honest. Right. But what 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 do you do? Like what you know? I get up um, and I. It depends. Like some days I like to just sit in complete silence um, for an hour. It's always an hour. Uh, a lot of times I listen to different types of um, music. So sometimes there's there's different um, hertz sounds of hertz. You know, uh, I do that or frequencies. Frequencies. Yeah, frequencies. Yes. Yeah, I do frequencies. I do. Sounds of nature, I do just sounds of meditation. Um, Part of it, you know, I sit silently, I get calm. Other parts of it, you know, I ask God, I ask the universe, you know, questions, what I'm feeling or if I'm hurting about something to, you know, provide me with um, answers or guidance on how to, you know, make those things better. Um, I spent some time talking about um, or, you know, thinking and feeling, you know, what I want for myself, uh, what I want to feel inside and, and then I sit quietly and then sometimes I, you know, I go right into prayer where I just, you know, I talk to God and, I, I, you know, just a lot of gratitude, a lot of uh, thankful for what I have and um, 
you know, telling God that I understand that my perspective of a certain situation may not be, uh, may, you know, may look bad, but I know it's really a master plan, uh, you know, for him to get me into a better space because he wants me to be joyful and, you know, wants me to feel love. And then other times, you know, I do other kinds of meditations where there's chanting, which my family doesn't appreciate and I don't <laughs> give a shit, but it makes me feel good. Mm. Um, but it's really, for me, it's been a life changer, game changer, and it's been uh, 18 months every day. I haven't missed a day of at minimum an hour a day. Uh, and that's what I do. It just right. like anything, you, it becomes a habit. And every the more you practice, the easier it gets, the better it gets. So you do an hour every day. Every of meditation. day. I don't. At what time typically? Do whenever you do I wake this? up, like six, seven. Like I don't. Uh, there, I don't start my day without it. Even if I wake up late because I didn't sleep well, for example, I will start my day later, and I will make changes to everything that I did just so I can get that hour in. I won't start my day without it. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, from the man with the plan himself. This is how you do it. Thank you all for tuning in to season two. Much love. And uh, don't forget to give us love when you see us. That's it. All right. <laughs> Woo. Very nice. Yeah. That was a good one. Okay. Yeah. Completely different than yeah. last year. You can't.